Oh, yeah. That's it. Sing along, everybody. All right. Sail away. Who the hell really compelled me to leave this day? What would they do if I made no landfall? There we go. That's it. There it is. I got it. I live half my life in an eight by five ship. I got this card. Sail away for a month at a time. Sail away. That's it. Welcome to the Parrothead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledorf. I am Patrick McDonald. This is your podcast for every single thing Jimmy Buffett and a lot of things that aren't Jimmy Buffett. And I just wanted to say that. That's very, (laughs) very true. Uh, that's an honest observation. Yeah. Uh, we we've never claimed to be a one hundred percent Jimmy Buffett podcast. We never have. No, we've it's, never. It, it is in the title. It does say the Parahead Podcast colon all things Jimmy Buffett. Right, because we are the only podcast that is discussing his entire empire. Yes. Right. We're the ones that are kind of looking into the history. We're the unauthorized. So mm-hmm. we're the unfiltered. You got yes. the Margarillas, and they're doing a fantastic job. Absolutely. We love them. Yes. You got Radio Margaritaville. They're doing a fantastic they're job. Doing great. We love um, JD Spratlin over there. Everybody. Yes. I mean, all these people who don't know who we are, but no. we love them. We do. We're and, big fans. And we are out here. We're um, the Gonzo journalists of <laughs> <laughs> being bared heads. That's who we are. We're the Gonzo journalists. Yes. So. So that's you're welcome. And with Gonzo comes things that you don't know what are what's gonna come. Sure, the 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 Bukowskis of Buffett. We're the we're the Buffakowskis. <laughs> the Buffakowskis. What's gonna change our name? Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. Uh, yeah. So it's it's we're, we're I'm enjoying it. What I'm, we do. I'm enjoying it too. We're uh, entering into our third, fourth. Year? This is our. We started in 2016. So 16 to 17, 17 to 18, 18 to 19. So we just finished our. 16, 17, 17, 18. <laughs> we just finished our third year. We're going yes. into our fourth Goodness year. Goodness gracious. Yeah, yeah. I'm really bad at counting, as you can tell. <laughs> you um, were just staring intently at your fingers. I was, and I wasn't even moving them. I had them perched like, like, a, on, guys. like a mouth. <laughs> yes. Yeah, help me. Um, How you doing, pal? What's I'm been going on? I'm good, buddy. I'm good, you know. Uh, we're in we're the midst of December right now. In the midst. We're, we're working our way towards the break. Yep. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Can I not wait for that break? I, I, this, since October, and I think we might have talked about this last week, since October, it has just felt like a whirlwind. Yeah. It's just been nonstop. It has been nonstop. Did I, did I tell you about the gift that I got my brother for his housewarming? Did no, we talk about no. that? No. Oh, this was really exciting, and I want—I did want to do a plug for these kinds of things that exist. Uh-huh. So he recently moved into a house in Dallas, and over Thanksgiving we went back to Dallas, and I got him uh, something for uh, the for his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna maybe get him uh, a bird feeder. You okay. Know? And I was like, oh, that would be nice. Yeah. Because you put something out there, and then I said, wait, what's something beyond a bird feeder? Feeder. And then I was started reading about bird feeders, and there's a lot of bird feeders that are like squirrel proof, and I'm like. As a family, we've loved squirrels. Of course. So I said, what if there's squirrel feeders? Wow. Guys, go into Amazon, Google squirrel feeder. 
I found this one that was like a windmill of corn where you attach four ears of corn onto a, a spinning circle. Uh-huh. And then the squirrels have to try to eat it and they it distracts them so they don't eat your bird seed. But it's like really hard for them and they like try to it's you like know, exciting. You know what? What? I think as a kid in Virginia, I vaguely remember us having some sort of raw corn spinner type bird feeder. No way. Yes. It, <laughs> I vaguely remember this. I remember, yes, because I remember having to stick ears of corn on this thing. Correct. And coming out like two days later and it just being just raw to just the bone. Stripped. Just yeah, stripped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so funny. Because <laughs> in my mind when you were mentioning that squirrel feeder, I thought, what? That, that's the craziest thing in the world. And then yeah. you started describing it. I'm like, oh my God, my family had one of those. Yeah. That's that incredible. so funny. So now my family has one of those. Those are cool. It's very exciting, and I just want to give a shout-out to that squirrel feeder. Shout-out to the squirrel shout feeder. Shout-out to the squirrel feeder. Other than that, not much else has been going on sure. in my life, just yeah. working. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's it's been really nice. Um, uh, there is a song that I was listening to that I wanted to discuss. Ooh. Uh, do you know the song, My Stove's on Fire? <laughs> I can't say that I do. <laughs> Robert Lester Folsom. My stove's on fire. Yeah, can you just go ahead and look that one up? Oh and I'd like to course. listen to it. It's just a quick, I just wanted to quickly discuss and maybe analyze um, uh, this song. Uh, he is uh, very much in the vein of like Loggins and Messina, Tom Rundgren. Uh-huh. He's a 70s kind of uh, soft rock guy. Okay. Um, but this one is something we need to disco- discover. My stove's on fire. Let's yeah. give it a listen. It's releases in 1978. You probably have heard this. I love the synth. Yes. That. It's I, good. I've never heard it. You've never heard this? I've I was never, looking, never heard that. This is an interesting story about this guy, Robert um, uh, Robert Lester Folsom. He released this album in 1978. It was called Music and Dreams. My uh-huh. Selves on Fire was on it. Um, it garnered a little bit of airplay in Florida and Georgia, but uh, he tried to um, do a follow-up, and it just didn't work out. And he okay. couldn't kind of get that second album going, and he huh. couldn't really do anything, and he just became a full-time house painter. Really? And he just gave up music. Really? And he made my stoves on fire, which I wanted to discuss mainly because I was wondering if you thought, I think I love you, my stoves on fire. I wondered if you thought that was the same kind of thought or two different thoughts. Like he's like, 
I think I love you. Oh, my stove's on fire. Like, like it's, it's like, like it's a real world problem. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like he's he's kind of thinking about it and then he realizes while he's thinking about it, oh my God, my stove's on fire. Okay, so there could be two schools of thought. So yeah. uh, first, maybe he's daydreaming about, uh, 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 about this person. He's yeah. daydreaming about them. Maybe he's cooking something and then he just gets lost in his thoughts and then, oh shoot, these baked beans are suddenly aflame. Yeah, exactly. Right? That I think I love you. Oh, my stove's on oh, fire. Oh, my stove's on fire. Oh, I'll yeah, be right yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta, my baked beans are aflame. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happens. Um, or I think, I mean, and the, I I think that it's like he's he's got butterflies. My stove's on fire. I think- My his, heart's aflame. Yeah, I, I think his stove would be like his like belly. Okay. His insides. His insides. His insides. Like he's all a flutter. He's all a flutter. Good but, for but like him. on fire, that's like that's like at the top of the worst things that could happen. Yeah. You know? Oh, it's up there. My stove is it's such a specific thing. My stove's on fire. My stove's on fire. Yes. Also, this sounds like a song that uh our good buddy Jackson Brown could have written. Yeah, it's definitely in that vein. Yes. And That's he went. Cool. He went through a bit of a resurgence in 2010, actually. Uh huh. So they re-released. They reissued his album in vinyl and CD editions, and so he had a bit of a resurgence. Is he still around? Um, he is still alive, and painting I houses? think he's still painting houses. So wow. Robert Lister Folsom, we love you. My stove's on fire. Huge fan of it. Huge fan. Please come back. Please come back and Please come on come our back. show. Yeah. And play We're do around. an acoustic set for Swing us. by Burbank. Swing by Burbank. We're here. We're here, baby. We'll even meet you as far as um uh Atwater Village. As far as. We'll go there. Not, which is not a step further. I would say about ten minutes. About ten minutes, yeah. yeah. We'll yeah, go yeah. there. Well, that's great. That's great. How are you, Ryan? I'm doing well. What's up with you? What's new? Oh, man. Well, uh, today is December 15th. Correct. Yesterday. uh, Every year, I like to uh, have a me day. (gasps) Once a year. (laughs) Once a year, baby, I have a me day, and yesterday was my fucking day. Ooh. Uh, No, I I, I like to have a a, a shopping day by myself. Oh, cool. I like to go to the Glendale Galleria and the Glendale Americana. And I like to get gifts for people. And yesterday, that was what I did. And I always enjoy it because I always just uh, go by myself. I get food. I hang out. I walk around. It's very nice. Just pop in the AirPods, listen to some podcasts or music, and just go about my merry day. Wow. And it was it was really nice. It was wonderful. And so I got some gifts, uh, went to Sprinkles, got some cupcakes. Really nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really, really nice. It's like one of the first instances of me like getting into the holiday spirit. Yeah. Because like I said, I feel like this year it's just been weird for us because we've been in the moving frenzy of everything. You've gone through so much. <laughs> it's been so tumultuous. Nothing as so crazy as having to deal with uh, your like a moving of a house. So unsettling. So yes. difficult. So yes. straight crazy. Yes. Yeah. So finally getting my bearings, uh, finally settling into a routine. Yeah. Uh, it's been good. I've been uh, thoroughly enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. It's great. It's 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 been good. Um, but today on the podcast, we are going to do another album revisit. That's right. You guys seem to love these. We're yeah. getting great feedback from these. Yes, great feedback. Our most downloaded episode is the revisit of Living and Dying in Three Quarter Time 
of all albums. Which is fine. It's fine. It's yeah, a fine yeah. album. It's a good album. But you like that episode of the podcast. Because of Nautical Wheelers fans, I think. Nautical Wheelers fans, of course. The only people who listen to us are the Nautical Wheelers fans. Oh, which is oh, good. Because yeah. we will I'll provide. Take it. We will. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nonstop. That is by far one of our um, favorites. But yeah, we. I mean, we started listening to these when we knew nothing. And we learned Jimmy Buffett through listening to these. So now with everything we've learned, we're going back. And this one, this album specifically to me is really feels like I haven't stopped listening to these songs since we started listening to these songs. Yes. Is that a weird riddle that I'm saying? I mean, I just feel like these, <laughs> this is like such a common, all of these songs are huge hits. This is such a big one. This is, I would say his big one, the one that got him on the map. Yeah, abs- so these absolutely. Are yeah. Absolutely. And we talked about this when we first spoke about the episode. Margaritaville is thrown on uh, on the back of the album. It's a B-side. It is. It's a B-side. It's track six out of ten. I mean, what's up? It's behind Lovely Cruise, which I would consider, I put that as the last song in any it's probably the playlist. ultimate B-side. It's the Cruise. ultimate B-side. It's the ultimate one-song C-side. Yes. Wow. I mean, that actually, think about this. If you had an A-side, a B-side, and a C-side, S-E-A-side. Wow. Well, people, people don't know this. If you flip a record on its side, the, <laughs> the, you can put the needle on the groove of the very tip of the mm-hmm. side. If you, there it spins is a like hit, a bicycle wheel. That's right. Yeah, there's yeah, a yeah. hidden song. You have to really, I mean, you it, might break your record player, the but there's, it's the C-side. And that hidden song? Fruitcakes. Fruitcakes. Yeah. Oh, I do want to. Um, uh, we we made a mistake. Oh, n- n- I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe that we did. <laughs> we uh, <coughs> did we did we say that Jimmy Buffett's daughter was his wife? <laughs> we we did do that. We did do that, and that was a big mistake, and okay. we apologize for it. Okay, and we apologize for it again and again and again. <laughs> uh, we said, I believe it was last week, maybe. Um, this wasn't a mistake, but, uh, uh, his new album title is out there in the world. It is? It is. And we, we, uh, uh, postulated, is that the right word? Yeah. We postulated as to what it could be. Yeah. And I think, what do we say? High Tide? It's going to be Slack Tide. Slack Tide. Because that's the name of the tour. That is not it. What is it? Wait, how did we know it was out in the world? So I uh, Googled Jimmy Buffett new album and it popped up. <laughs> oh, we should be doing that more. <laughs> we should be I doing get a daily alert of like Jimmy Buffett news. Well, this one didn't seem to pop up. Wow. Um. Okay. Uh. Let's see if I can find it again. Drum roll. Here, can you vamp for me real quick? Yeah. Um. So what? I mean. Can they make any bigger size margaritas? Okay, good. I found it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> that was good, man. That was great. So according to this article on BuffettNews.com, a uh, quick update for the folks at home. BuffettNews.com is currently broken, but I am able to see a bit of this article. Yeah. Uh, this is from September 21st, 2019. So very recently, Jimmy is talking about the Escape to Margaritaville tour and his new album. Um, so, uh, there, there is a, I believe a misprint in this article because it says Buffett said he's preparing for his first album release in 14 years. Okay. Which is not the case. Incorrect. Incorrect. Um, but this article says it is called Oceans of Time. Oceans of Time? And it's due out in the spring. In the spring? Yes. (laughs) 
Yes. <laughs> yes. Um. Wow. Oceans of time due out in the spring. Yes. Oceans of time. Um, that sounds ominous. It does sound ominous. Oceans of time. This sounds like a very reflective album. Oceans of time. And he said, uh, quote, it never gets old. I'm just a child of the ocean. Okay. Don't know what that means. Don't know what he's alluding to. Do you think he's Poseidon? Like he's like, <laughs> do you think he's the Greek god that we didn't know? <laughs> oh, he's definitely a god of some. He's type. a god of some sort. He's he's a god. What of What would some... he be? Because uh, God uh, Poseidon was god of the ocean. He'd be a god of entrepreneurship. He's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> he's in the pantheon of all the gods. He's next to Hephaestus. Yes. And Hera. Yes. And Dionysus. But instead of sitting on like a throne atop clouds, he just sits in a skyscraper in a corner office. Yeah, he. <laughs> hey, everybody, come on over. Yes, that's good. Yeah, but he, he and he's not ripped like all the other guides. No. but he does uh, always go either flip flops or sans shoe. Yeah, completely. I would also I could even broaden that out and say that he's the god of like um, uh, chance or opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. The god of. Uh, uh, Enterprise, <laughs> good the, for the him. car rental company, right? Uh, yeah, he's yes, the god right. of Enterprise Rent a Car. <laughs> we'll He'll pick, pick you, up. you up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, just while we're looking at news, Jimmy Buffett's he Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville did launch Senior Living Center. Ooh. Um, wow. Is that at the changes in? No, Minto Communities is banking on singer Jimmy Buffett's legion of Paradise fans buying into the flip-flop lifestyle at a senior community planned for Daytona Beach. I don't think this is Latitudes. Marketing hmm. a Buffett-style diet of seafood, surfside songs, and shuttles to provide a beach in Ormond Beach, or to a private beach in Ormond Beach. Oh, it is Latitudes. Okay. <laughs> what was that? What was that list again? Seafood, surfside songs, and shuttles. Shuttles. <laughs> Shuttles is the, uh, that's the one that throws me a little bit. That is, I mean, everyone knows how much Jimmy Buffett loves shuttles. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You know, God. I love a good shuttle system. Shuttle to the left, shuttle to the right. <laughs> the only shuttle in town. <laughs> oh, well, that's that's fun. Thank you for that bit of uh, non, old news. Non-old news. Non-old news. What a nightmare. So, Oceans of Time, that's what we can expect okay. in the spring. Okay. Will it come out in the spring? I don't know. Will it be oh. called Oceans of Time? I don't know. Here is hoping. I think it'll be probably be called Oceans of Time. I don't think that's going to... I mean, it's so funny that he's naming it that because it's so almost maudlin. It does sound maudlin. It sounds like uh, it sounds like someone's like, you know, last hurrah almost. Yeah, Oceans of Time. I'm sailing the Oceans of Time. Hmm. Wow, what a bummer. Well, we can all think on that for a little bit, but... I hope, I hope he, he makes a good album. Okay. I hope he does too. <laughs> I don't love. I wish it was something like, um, like uh, high tide, yeah, high tide, like uh, son of a beach, you know, son of a beach, life's a beach. Pretty Higgins, yes. we love you. Yes, um, yeah, it, it's it's it, whatever. That's good. Yeah, good, good for, for him. him. Good for him. We're doing it. We're having fun. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. Yes, what let's get you, into it. What do you remember about this album? Okay, I remember that it was a big album for us because we were plotting things in terms of Margaritaville. Yeah. We were in the linear world of Margaritaville. We were saying before, after. Before at Margaritaville, after Margaritaville. But this was ground zero Margaritaville. Yes. Right? So yes. I feel like that was the dynamics of this album then. But looking back and kind of listening to the songs that we that have come from this album, it's so much more. 
so much I more. I mean, there's so many incredible songs on here that have I've gone to that I'm, you know, at, they're in my book. Yes. That I'm learning on piano. Yes. How's that going, by the way? It's going okay. Okay. Come Monday, has we've taken a break. Okay, got it. Since okay. I moved, I don't think I know where my keyboard is. Ah, understood. But once I find it, yeah. I'm going to get back to it. Okay. So get ready. Beautiful. It'll be all right. Great. So if you know where Patrick's keyboard is, yeah. you can email us, parrotheadpodcast at gmail.com, yeah, on Twitter. Yeah. Hashtag, where's Patrick's keyboard? <laughs> where did it go? Who moved it? <laughs> Uh, maybe I'll t- t- talk to my roommate. So, oh, what do you think, Ryan, about this album? I mean, I've definitely revisited this album a lot. I remember being very surprised by this album. Okay. I remember being very surprised because we went into it, like you said, knowing that this is the album where Margaritaville launches from. Correct. Um, and I remember this album being much more layered than just that. Like we mentioned, Margaritaville is really kind of thrown haphazardly in the middle here. I don't think it was ever. Uh, designed to be the hit that it was. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know if it was the first single from this album. I don't remember. We should know that. We should know that. Um, but I, I remember, yeah, just being very surprised at how layered it is. I think this is where he really grows as a songwriter and as a musician. Um, I think there are so many uh, deep and interesting songs. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, like Biloxi, Miss You So Badly, In the Shelter is a classic. Like, there's just so much here to kind of grasp onto that you didn't have in previous albums. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, and I do think this is the Jimmy that we know now. Yes. This was like, this is the thing that he started kind of hooking into. um, And that, you know, we've had our fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to see the singles. So, Changes in Latitude, Changes in Attitudes reached number 12 on the Billboard 200 album chart. And number two on the Billboard Top Country albums chart. Um, that was the chart performance. Uh, two singles from the album uh, charted, including Margaritaville, number eight, and number 13, um, and number one on Easy Listening. This was our big moment. And then Changes in Latitude, Changes in Attitudes. So no other singles from this. So maybe Margaritaville was the first single then. I think it was. Huh, okay. Yeah. I was wrong So uh, I think we should get into it. Should we just get into Changes in Latitude, Let's Changes get into in Attitudes? it. Let's give it a listen. Here we All go. Right. Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes. The eponymous song. Oh, Am I yes. using that correctly? You are. Good. I don't always. <laughs> <laughs> Classic song. We, uh, it's, it's, we started this podcast not liking this song. Do you remember? No way, really. We did. Wow. I, I believe it was a song that both of us sat at the very beginning was not deserving of being in the big eight. <laughs> we were very critical of the song. 
You know, I think we're getting older though too. You know, sure. I think I've, if I didn't laugh this week, I would all I would all go insane. Oh yes, I would completely go insane. Yes, I think yeah. You, you've had a rough week this week. I've had a tough week. Yeah, it's been an exhausting week. Um. Uh. But yeah, I need to laugh, and so I. The more the more <laughs> you get the opportunity to go insane, the more you realize you need to laugh. Yes. And the more important this song is. <laughs> Your eyes are getting wider and wider and wider. I need to laugh. I need to laugh, Ryan. I, I need this now. I need to laugh. <laughs> it is a great message. Yes. It's really nice. I, I, you know, I, I think you're right. I think the older you get, the more you realize that some things you just need to kind of just shed off you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just need to let them go. And if if something goes wrong, like something that's out of your control, you just gotta laugh. What do you? What else are you gonna do? Oh my gosh, you gotta just stop and say, "This is crazy. This is happening." Yes. How can we fix this? And how can we move on? Yes. And that's it. And that's it. And that's all we got. Wonder why we ever go home is the next track. Oh, that's the next track. <laughs> I was um <laughs> Why do we go home? <laughs> Patty, why don't we just oh, stay gosh. here? I know. Ryan, let's just stay here forever. Let's just stay here. Why do we ever go home? Oh my gosh. In Podcast Aritaville. In Podcast Aritaville. Let's see what Jimmy has to say. All right. So sad. Ooh, years grow shorter, not longer. More you've been on your own. Feelings for moving grow stronger. So you wonder why you ever go home. Wonder why you ever go home People are moving so quick Humor's in need of repair Same occupations and same obligations They've really got nothing to share Like driving around with no spare That is uh, that is a rough one. <laughs> that one really affected me today. God, years grow shorter, not longer. Oh my gosh. Ay ay ay. We um, were talking off mic. Uh, you're almost thirty. I'm almost thirty. Correct. It definitely feels like, you know, like a part of like definitely a phase of our lives is coming to a close. When she definitely, say? definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like it, it didn't feel that way when I turned twenty. You no, know? Tw- no. Twenty still very much felt like I had felt when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now knowing that thirty is right there, it definitely feels a little different. But there's so much that I feel like I'm happy that I'm leaving behind in my twenties. Mm. And the idea of like the kind of uh the recklessness that you can sometimes be 
yeah. uh, operating with uh, towards yourself and to others mm-hmm. in your 20s when you're really trying to figure things out. At least I. I mean, I crash bang into every single thing in my life. <laughs> right. Whether yeah. it be <laughs> whether it be the the side of your counter yeah. with my <laughs> pinky toe or uh, any sort of relationship, be it romantic or otherwise. <laughs> I uh, tend to make a mess of things, but I've gotten a little me- I've gotten a little cleaner. Sure. Uh, and it, and also I'm like, and it's also it, it's less live or die. It's right. less. Like it's just like then it's another thing. We're dealing with another thing. We're breathing in. We're breathing out. We're moving on. Yeah, it it definitely like the twenties. Your twenties are definitely a time for learning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I feel like thirties are gonna be a time for using that information that you've learned to continue to better your life. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It's just stopping. It's taking a moment, and it's yeah, and it's also I think the twenties are like it's. I think you need to be making mistakes in your twenties so you don't make them in your thirties. Sure. If you live in a way that is cautious, you're not going to be uh, setting yourself up because then I mean after our thirties is our forties. Oh my goodness. And once we're in our forties, I better have some stuff figured out. <laughs> if I have yeah. the same problems right now in my twenties that I do in my forties. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> and we're still doing this podcast <laughs> in our forties. Hey, buddy, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> when we're still, when yeah, eleven years from now on our fortieth birthdays, when we do this <laughs> podcast together, that's gonna be a big day. That'd be a huge um, day. But yeah, I think I think it's. Uh, wonder why we ever go home was very uh, effective to me on this one too, because it's. I was just thinking about how a few years ago it was I have found me at home. Yeah. Yes. And it's this yearning, not to get too scholarly here, but I have found me a home versus I wonder why we ever go home Mm -hmm. is that kind of wrecks me, the kind of uh, indifference of time, if you may, Mm -hmm. where it's like you find your home. I found my home. found me a home. I love this place. Right. And if if this is the same character that Jimmy is singing as, he found his home. He loves his home. A few years later, he's wondering why he ever goes back to it. Yeah. Because he's sick of it. Yes. He found it. And that's devastating. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting. Like, that's I, sad to me. It's I, I remember pretty vividly uh, realizing that home for me, like Virginia, no longer felt like home. Yeah. It was more comfortable for me flying back to Los Angeles than it was flying to Virginia. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have that too. And that was very alarming to me. Yeah. In a good way and also a sad kind of way. Yeah. Like, you know, I've grown up to a certain extent and now I've made my own choices to live where I want to live and do what I want to do and that's very empowering and very lovely. Correct. But it also means leaving something behind. Yeah. You know? It's it's pretty yeah I mean it's just like if you have to if you start stop to contextualize it it can get sad yeah you can be like oh man yeah you know it's interesting yeah oof what a gut punch that's a gut punch that's a quick gut punch and that's only track two it's only track two and here wow. we go into track three Banana Republic oh another one Steve another. our boy <laughs> Steve Stevie Goodman. G oh boy. we love you Steve we love you Steve let's give this a listen.
Down to the banana republic Down to the tropical sun Go the expatriated American Oh, band that finds some fun Some of them go for the sailing Another classic. Wow, that's a good one. It is a good one. It is a good one. Um, it's the 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 structure of this album is interesting to me. Yeah. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. We start with a banger. Yeah. Then we go into wonder why we ever go home, and then Banana Republic's two songs that are more, you know, definitely slower in tempo, a little yeah. more melancholy. Uh, it's it's just an interesting choice, and I wonder why that was decided yeah, on. Yeah, they're thoughtful. It's interesting. It's also, if we look at this album as a concept album, mm-hmm. especially for like 77, we've got changes in latitudes. All right, our main characters going different places, you know, yeah. traveling. Mm-hmm. Then wonder why we ever go home. We love where we are. Right. Banana Republics, we're more contemplating the type of places we are, what's mm-hmm. going on around us. I mean, we literally are in like several different kind of island locations. Yeah. This is the first, I mean, this is this is what cemented him as kind of the Margaritaville guy because of specifically Margaritaville. But the entire lead up to Margaritaville, we're already on three, and three of these songs have been about living in a, another land, another yeah. tropical area, um, which is something that his other albums have never done before. Right. Because he's full Key West here now. Right, right. So that's interesting too. It's To me, it's like if this is a paper, this is like his intro, his thesis of mm-hmm. like, this is where we're at. These are the people. We're painting the picture of we're 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 more like describing the setting than we are describing who we are right now. Yeah. It's interesting. It is interesting. I don't know. Oof. It is uh, yeah, it's like it, I'm listening it again. It's like, wow, there's a really thoughtful way of of how this was put together. Yeah. I like it. It's yeah. it's it's definitely different, you know, up until up yeah, until now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Tampico Trauma track Four. Wow, we gotta get into the Tampico trauma. Here we go, baby. All right. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That's a good one. Okay. 
That's good. And but now we're in Mexico. Yes. We're hopping all over the place. Very specific. Yeah, there's yeah. this is regionally uh this is a regional attack. Yes. We're going is. on different areas here. <laughs> Mexico, the other areas are a little more Caribbean. Uh-huh. Banana Republics is that whole it's more central. It's America. a destination album. Yeah, it's a destination album. We're yeah. in a whole other land. Yes. And how do we get there? We take a lovely cruise, which is track five. Oh, I see what you this did is there. Orchestrated Ryan. <laughs> this is my conspiracy. He meant to do this. Oh wow, do we have another Buffett conspiracy? <laughs> it's my Buffett theory? conspiracy. He did this on purpose. So you are saying, right now, you're saying that Jimmy Buffett picked his own track listing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and, and don't quote me on that. <laughs> it's something I'm working on right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. What a hot take. It's a hot take. It's a hot take. And we'll see if it plays out. Lovely cruise. Let's give it a listen. All right. Drink it up This one's for you It's been a lovely cruise I'm sorry it's ended It's another song about saying goodbye to something. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I wonder what he was going through in his life at this point, because this is such an introspective album. This is Prime moving down to uh, uh, Key West. Yeah. Period, right? So yeah. it's like he is giving a lot up. Right. Living this new life and also finding his purpose, quote unquote. And he mm-hmm. really seemed to because he knows exactly what he's doing. And this has defined him for the rest of his life. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, drink it up. This one's for you. It feels truly content. Feels like yeah. this, that would be the name of this. That would be like the main vibe of this for me is contentment. Content. Yes. Like that's like a, he's really comfortable here. He's found his stride. He knows what he's up to. Yeah, there's not a lot of searching going on no, in this no, album. No, no, He's not yearning. No, no, no. No yearning. Yeah, yeah. He's yearned. And then we jump into track six, Margaritaville. Yeah. The big slam dunk of this album. They call this one his slam dunk. <laughs> Every he's, musician has their slam dunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, his slam dunk. What would you say Bruce Springsteen's slam dunk is? Oh, um, uh, Thunder Road. Oh, interesting. What would you say? I would probably say Born to Run. Born to Run, sure. Yeah, yeah. Born to Run. What about one. Elton John's slam dunk? Elton John's slam dunk. Um, uh, uh Rocket Man. Crocodile Rock. Crocodile Rock. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> 
It's Crocodile Rock. <laughs> Billy Joel's Slam Dunk. Billy Joel's Slam Dunk. Good Night Saigon. Good no, Night Saigon. No, <laughs> the it's classic. Certainly not. Um, what is Billy Joel's Slam? Probably Piano, Piano Man. Man. Piano yeah, Man, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about uh, Paul Simon and uh, Art Garfunkel? As we, they're known, Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> what would you well, say? Well, you always that, call them Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel. Yeah, I was like, you listen to that new Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel album? I was like, and like, what the hell are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, and also they haven't released no. in 40 years. Sound of Silence. Sound of Silence would be their slam dunk. Or Mrs. Robinson. Or Mrs. Robinson. They had, they had a couple. They had a couple. What yeah, about yeah. Paul Simon Solo? Paul Simon Solo, Great we got to go with uh, You Can Call Me Al. You Can Call Me Al. would be ooh. his slam dunk. Okay, You Can Call Me Al. That's what I would say. Yeah. It would certainly not be Renee and Georgia McGreed with their dog after the war. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which we've discussed. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jackson Brown's slam dunk. Oh, it, uh, uh, these days, of course. Yeah, it is for us. It and is for us. That's the only one it's going to be. Yeah, that's all that matters. That's the only one. That's the only one. Uh, Margaritaville, baby. Margaritaville. All right, let's listen to it for the umpteenth time. Here we go. Here we go. Wow. I'm gonna see if I can find something new in it. Watching the sun bake All of those tourists covered with oil Strumming my six string On my front porch swing Smell those shrimp they're beginning to boil Bubble, 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 bubble. Wasting away again in Margaritaville Searching for my lost shaker salt Salt! So Don't that's no it. Reason. I stayed here all season. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's a classic. You know, I have to confess something to you, Ryan. Oh, shit. I uh, was in my car the other day, and the I flipped to the oldies station. Yeah, and as I you heard, do. And I heard Margaritaville start to play, and I switched it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, uh, you have the floor. <laughs> Listen. Just, hey. What the fuck? <laughs> no. <laughs> Boys, come in, take them no, away. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't rip my Hawaiian. Um, so, oldie station, playing the oldie station. You're cruising down. Yeah. Where, where are you? Uh, you know, where are you mentally? Where are you physically? It was busy. It was a busy day. I was stressed out, and of I course. wasn't able. I w- I just knew I wasn't going to be able to really check into Margaritaville, so I okay. delayed my stay. Yeah. And I said, I'm not doing this right now. No. And I can't. And I just said, because sometimes, and I think you know, moderation. In everything, moderation is the key, uh, and even in moderation, is what they say. <laughs> yes, that's what a handyman told me last week. Um, <laughs> moderation for everything, including moderation. Uh, so uh, yeah, I think it's I. I just felt like at the time I didn't need to listen to it. Sure, and I think that's okay for all of us to admit. Listen, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there. I get yeah. it. I get it. Uh, it has never been 
one of my favorites. Right, right, right. We've talked about that before. It's yeah, we've never, discussed it. It's never been at the top of my list. It w- like when whenever we do our top ten songs of all time, it will not be on that list no. for me. It's certainly not how I see him. I don't see him as the Margaritaville guy. I don't either. And I think even as a kid listening to his music, I didn't. I think that's because my life was so saturated Correct. with Jimmy Buffett where Correct. I knew everything. But I can see where other people see him as that person, yeah. as the yeah, Margarita yeah, yeah. guy. Of course, of course. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I I completely understand. And I think, like, you know, when we're talking about slam dunks, yeah, there are artists where their slam dunks, you know, you, you've, you've heard it so many times already, you don't need to hear it again. Correct, correct. Yes. It's the one that's that's gotten overplayed into oblivion. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but now we know, you know. I get it. It's okay. I get it. So, they, but we had to pay homage to the great Margaritaville. Absolutely, because where would we be without it? Where would we be? We'd be nowhere. Nowhere. There's not going to be a Tampico Trauma restaurant chain. <laughs> <laughs> Out of uh, Margaritaville and Cheeseburger Paradise omitted, what yeah. would be the third restaurant chain, do you think? The third Jimmy Buffett restaurant chain. Yeah. It's got to be Callaloo. Callaloo. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's wow. Callaloo. No, wow. it couldn't possibly be. What if it was a concept, a restaurant where it was themed and it was this hotel room? Ooh. So everyone's rooms, like you sat and it was like room service. Oh, where everyone in his little booth was like a little tiny uh, bedroom. Yes. Hotel room. It sounds like something that would be set up at like Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or like a grapefruit, juicy fruit drive-in theater. Ooh. Uh, I like that. That would be like Disneyland. Yeah. Isn't there a dive, drive-in theater Disneyland restaurant for real where you sit in something like There's something car? called in Florida in the, uh, I think it's called Hollywood Studios now. There's something called the 50s Primetime Cafe. And it's like a It's like a drive-in. 50s kind of, okay. yeah, yeah, diner drive-in type thing. A dive. A, di- a dive. A <laughs> diner drive-in <laughs> dive. <laughs> yeah, G- Guy Fieri is there. Oh, good for non-stop. him. Yeah, yeah. I, he needs the work. Of course he does. Um. Fantastic. Fantastic. In the shelter. Yes. Let's give it a listen. All right. And we'll see. This would be number seven. So is this going to have the island vibe? Ooh, yes. In the shelter. In the morning as the sun was brightly gleaming. I heard her crying out. What is it all about? I just don't know. I can't go back home. Lonely princess, all the days out on your own are growing empty. Nothing is going well. If you could only. Tell them how you feel They're too real to understand Too many small suggestions Ending in forced repressions long ago Too many innocent faces And too many far out places Let me tell you that something's wrong It's been that way so long And it's a shame In the shelter In the shelter 
Breaking the theme there a little bit. A little bit, yeah. It's more a relationship. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's not so um, not so esoteric. No, but it's person to person. Yes. Which I like. It's good. It's, it's very. Good it's, it's intimate. This whole album is kind of intimate. I know. Listening to this one, it kind of it gave me the vibe of that Casey Musgraves album, actually. Of, yeah. Of um, uh, what is that? Golden Hour. Golden Hour. Because it's like this vibe of like very chill songs all the way through. That I I just had this flash that like if I it was the summer of '77 and this album was out because it came out on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. If it was around, I would put it on, and I listen to it all the way through. Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of album, this is this is a full listen album. Yes, of course. And this is really good. You don't pick and choose here. No. It's got a great flow to it. And Pun intended. <laughs> and in uh, 77, uh, tapes were, were out, right? Oh, I don't know. Was that the we're big gonna thing? We're going to get some tapes. snuff for that. Shit. Hold on. Cassette tapes? I cassette believe cassette tapes. tapes were out in 77. When did cassette tapes come around? Cassette tapes. Let me just do a quick. Oh, geez. Somebody's Google. screaming at us. I know. I'm sorry, everyone. Listen, We're some... sorry. Oh dear God! September 1963. Whoa! Cassette tapes were in 63. That might be. Did they have penicillin then? I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just gonna get everyone even more mad at us. Uh ooh, oh 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 oh. Uh, the first cassette player, uh, which was mono, designed for use in car dashboards. Here we go. Was introduced in 1968. Okay, okay, so a lot of cars from the past ten years would have had cassette players. Okay, great. In the which dash. is interesting because it's like in '77, did they even have like electricity? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just they, they, they did every. It was Flintstones cars, right? It was Flintstones cars. So when you ran the wheels, would they connect to the cassette player? Yes, and oh, they cool. would power it that way. Yeah, so you could put in the tape, though. I mean, yeah, I like what you're saying about that, where you can just listen to it driving around. And right. this is driving music. It for sure, like, PCH, yes. I would put this on, of course. Oh, my God, I'd take it on 35 East in, in Dallas. There just you go, go, baby. I-35, let's go, baby. Yep, yep, this is totally a drive Oh, now. yeah, we love Do it. Do you have, I'm putting you on the spot, do you have a favorite driving album? Driving album? Yes. Full driving like an album i listen to all the way through when i'm driving yes yeah honestly uh what was the album that i just rediscovered yesterday that i was like oh this was my guy (laughs) oh well no this was i I was gonna say chance the rapper chance the rapper coloring book is like that's a great one so good but also a a couple other options there will be nights when i'm lonely by this artist possessed by paul james who Uh i love who i've talked about on the show and then there's another one which would be continuum by john mayer to be honest really great driving music i haven't visited that album in probably 10 years give it a revisit really truly truly okay i think it's fantastic yeah and it's so it's got great pace just like this album i'll check it out Uh, what about you uh, Hail to the Thief, Radiohead. Oh, okay. That He's is, a Radiohead boy. That is my number one. Oh, good. It is a great driving album. Oh, fantastic. It's perfect. It's I love so it. good. It's great. Um, Wow. Well, we're already at number eight. Number Ryan. eight. Miss I, You So Badly. This is one that I have missed so badly because yes. I love it. Yes. It's and a so big it's, kick in the gut, too. It's a good one. But it's, it's a, a happy one. kick in the gut. Yeah. It's like a fun foot. Yes. Punchy a, in the stomach. fun foot. A fun foot. I love it. It's a it. fun foot. It's a fun foot. It's a kick in the gut, but it's by a fun foot. <laughs> <laughs> Just put little googly eyes over, right. the, over the, yeah. Okay. That's right. All right, let's give it a listen. 
Fun foot that is. I love. They're staying at a Holiday Inn. I love the song when they talk about um, all the the doctors that are staring at the <laughs> strippers. G. And I don't uh-huh. think I'll ever let them cut on me. <laughs> I get you there. <laughs> um, uh, that's funny too, though, because that's not island related. No, it's not. No, we're in Missoula. Yes, we're everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we're all we're all over the place. This is more autobiographical. Yes. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I dig it. It's so great. Biloxi. Biloxi. This is such a sweet one. It is a really sweet one. Oh, and then now we're on the Gulf. We're on the Gulf. So this is a bit of a regional exploration. Kind of like a full circle almost. Going, but all of these are location based. Mm, Even in the shelter, which is relationship based, it's still literally located in a shelter. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. So this is all heavily location based. Yes. Which you can't say about all songs. That's true. All right. Let's do Biloxi. Let's do let's it. Give it a listen. Oh, let's give that. Dang song a listen. Down around Biloxi, pretty girls are dancing in the sea. They all look like sisters in the ocean The boy will fill his pail with salty water And the storms will blow from all New Orleans Sunshine's on Biloxi Air is filled with vapors From the sea The ball will dig a pool beside He sees creatures from his dream underwater And the sun will set from out towards New Orleans It's so good. Wow. It's so good. 
It's so contemplative. This album, I think, has uh, uh, affected us today. <laughs> yeah, it has affected us. This feels like a, a very contemplative episode of the Parahead podcast. It is very thoughtful. We're being very thoughtful today, but I've also, it's so funny to me that this album, I'm seeing it in such a different light than the way we previously saw it. I'll have to go back and listen to it the other way. It's just yeah. catching us at a specific time in life. Yeah. Because it is so thoughtful. Because yes. of Margaritaville and because of the context that it's been taken into in the grander scheme of the world, I think this album gets a weirder reputation then the truth of it, which is the very honest, sweet album. Yes. It's crazy to think about that. Yeah. And even, no, I guess, I, I don't know. I I love it so much. And, you know, coming from, coming off of Havana Daydreamin', which is a very fun and goofy album and, and definitely has, you know, its its highlights and quirks and stuff like that. Moving to something like this, like, I, I just imagine as, you know, a fan of Buffett in the 70s, just waiting for his next album, this one coming coming along is going to stand out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's it's not what you would expect after listening to Havana Daydreamin'. Correct. Correct. It's not. It's not what you thought was going to come. Because, if, yeah, Havana Daydreamin' had a lot of different kind of stuff, and this one is pretty uniform in kind of what it's saying and what it's talking about. Yeah. Um, even Biloxi has the same vibe as Wonder Why We Ever Go Home, the same vibe as Banana Republic. It's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I like because that, that's something that I think, you know, newer artists don't necessarily do a lot. Right. You know, newer artists stay, you know, a, a lot of times stay in their lane. Yeah. Uh, you don't see a ton of, like, not not saying this is, like, big, crazy experimentation, but it's definitely, you know, toned down from his last outing correct yeah, but it's yeah. it's nice it's a nice change of pace i like it a lot yeah it's really really great and it's also the like defining pace where yes. it's like it has both it has the margaritaville and it has when well, he doesn't get quite as crazy as he gets in later albums right uh but he's he's definitely we definitely get the jimmy the sweet sincere pace Yes. I'm here. But I guess Landfall's a little crazy. Landfall's a little Don't crazy. Don't count it out. Don't count out Landfall. Our final song. We're going to listen to Landfall. Um, all in all, really, really enjoy this. I will come back to it again. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to try listening to it driving. I think I'm going to listen to it today again. Yeah. Just to really gel out. Gel out. I'm going <laughs> to gel out today, Ryan. Sounds gross. <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> Listen to some music, gel out. <laughs> I'm looking to just gel, baby. <laughs> oh, don't yuck my yum. I'm gonna gel you're out. You're right. You're right. I apologize. You you gel as much as you want to. Thank gel, you. Baby. I'm gelling out everywhere. You... I'm gonna gel all over this place uh, too. <laughs> Watch me gel. <laughs> Let me gel, Ryan. Okay. You you gel on your own time. I'm gonna gel on your couch. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, what nothing, sounds bad about nothing, that? Nothing. Nothing. It sounds perfectly normal and. You know, it's it's your prerogative. Oh my god, I'm you're gonna, allowed to gel wherever you want to gel. I'm gonna gel everywhere. Let me just close the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't think you know what this means. <laughs> I don't think you know what this means. <laughs> uh, until oh next time, I am Mayfair Marley, and I'm gelling outrageous. <laughs> uh, gelling outrageous. No, just I'm I'm saying Charles Tennessee. Have a great week. Um, and bye-bye. 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 Now what could we do if I just...
See if I can get the word. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. Oh, please. Have you ever encountered an unexplained hairy bipedal hominid in the woods? Have you received telepathic messages from an unidentified aerial phenomenon? If so, then you need to listen to Bigfoot Collectors Club. I'm Michael McMillan. And I'm Bryce Johnson. And together with super producer... Riley Bray. We make up the Bigfoot Collectors Club. That's right. Every week we talk to actors, comedians, writers, and paranormal experts about their personal paranormal histories and share stories of high strangeness. Like the time when we talked to Craig Ferguson about the Loch Ness Monster and when a sea witch told him he had raven magic. Or the time I asked Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp her opinion on cattle mutilations. Past guests have included Rachel Bloom, Jen Kirkman, Paul F. Tompkins, Bobcat Goldthwait, and more. So if you've ever been abducted alongside five reindeer by an alien with drills for hands or witnessed Bigfoot crawl out of an interdimensional portal, don't laugh, happens all the time, then check out Bigfoot Collectors Club on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Bigfoot Bigfoot Collectors Collectors Club, Club. you're here to to believe believe us. Wait, is that how it goes? Campfire.